Hey friend, Graham Baldwin here with The Speaker Lab. Hey, wouldn't it be nice if someone gave you the exact process to find and book more speaking gigs in 2024? That'd be nice, right? Well, I'll tell you what, we're just gonna do that for you. We've created a new 18-page guide based on Dan Irvin's process that helped him actually book over $100,000 in speaking gigs in the past year. Now, Dan is one of our uh, team members here. He's this, a very successful speaker and also one of our coaches. And so you're gonna learn how to get started prospecting, master discovery calls, proposal emails, and so much more. All you got to do is go to thespeakerlab.com slash steps. Again, that's plural, thespeakerlab.com slash steps. We're going to send you that PDF guide right to your inbox. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash steps. That's it. That's all you got to do. Go there. Hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. You're awesome. Hey, what's up, friends? Graham Baldwin here. Welcome back to the Speaker Lab podcast. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're hanging in there. Oh, it's a uh, unique time in life. We are doing a uh, another one of these uh, one-off episodes. We're doing a kind of, a, I guess, a series of these where we're talking with different speakers and people in the speaking industry just to hear how they are dealing with the current speaking climate, the dramatic changes that have happened in the world in the past couple of weeks with the coronavirus, COVID-19. We've got to get on the same page. What are we calling it? We're calling it coronavirus. We're calling it COVID-19. It's called one thing or the other. Uh, that's a side note. So today we're going to be talking with my friend, Ben Jang. Ben has been on the, uh, the podcast before. Very successful speaker and, and entrepreneur and magician. In fact, he opens this with a trick. You're going to need to actually watch the video. We are doing these videos on Facebook Live and YouTube Live on a daily basis. So you're going to want to make sure that you uh, you go back into our Facebook group or on our Facebook page and uh, check out the video here. Because uh, the other thing that Ben talks a lot about is how he's making this transition to doing more virtual events. So he kind of gives a walkthrough of his actual home studio. He set up a whole studio in his garage. And this is obviously on the, this is a, uh, once you see it, you, you understand it's on the, uh, the side of uh, high, high, high production value. And he has a great point behind it. So uh, I would highly recommend that you watch the video because I think that'll give you a better sense of what, of what we're covering and talking about. Today is a more of a visual type of episode, but uh, definitely one to, to check out there. So uh, yeah, this is a great conversation with Vin. I want to jump right into this. I think you're going to get a lot from it and also just share some of the vulnerability of being a speaker right now and kind of some of the, the worry, fear, anxiety that, uh, that we all may be feeling a, t- a bit of. So let's jump into this uh, conversation with Vin Zhang. Enjoy. Hey, what's up, friends? Grant Bolton here. Hope you guys are doing well. We are doing this on a, a daily basis, these live updates, talking with some different people in the speaking industry, hearing what's working for them, how they're pivoting, how they're making some adjustments in the business. And today, I'm really excited to have my friend, Mr. Vin Zhang, who is joining us. Vin is one of the best speakers on the planet. The guy is a wizard when it comes to all things speaking and all things uh, art of speaking, the craft of speaking. The guy's also a magician. So uh, I am a sucker for magic, all things magic. He told, he promised me he was going to open with a trick. So you got something for us. He was getting okay. ready to, he was getting ready to show me. He was like, Hey, let me show you this trick. And I was like, no, 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 no. I want to, want everyone to see this. So you got okay. something? We've, uh, we've, we've got a multi-cam setup. So I'm going to take you over to my, my magic table. So Craig, do you mind just switching over to the magic yes. table? Yeah. I'll join magic you. Table. Let's go to the magic table, people. Okay. So this is the magic table here. And this is the thing, Grant, in a moment, I want you to, uh, just think of a playing card for me. I know you can't see me, but I'm here. Okay. I want you to think of any playing card you want. Most men go for the Ace of Spades. Uh, sometimes people go for the Queen of Hearts. Oh, Don't okay. know, quite predictable, but but you can if you want to. Can you think of one? Okay. I'm gonna write. Can I write it? I wrote it down here. Yeah. Sure. 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 And then I want you to just very quietly. What card did you pick? Because before you even tell me, I've taken a picture of a playing card on my phone. 
It's the most recent photo I've taken in my photo reel. Okay. So what what playing card did you what did what playing card did you pick? All right, I scribble down here the eight of hearts. You can you can change your mind. Change your mind or stick it up to you. Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay strong. Eight of hearts. I, I'm just I'm gonna show you my camera roll and, and watch. I'm not gonna do anything funny. So, and you could have picked any card you wanted. I'm gonna show everyone here. If you go into my camera, oh, go into my camera roll. <laughs> it's the most recent picture in my camera roll, right? Eight of hearts. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Brilliant. And, you know, it's 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 funny. We do that to kick off with because over the last yeah. over the last week, we've just been trying to how do we how do we go virtual? Yeah. How, how does magic translate virtually? And right. Man, it's 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 been a pain in the ass to be honest. <laughs> All right, let's go back for a second here because uh, you are doing you you do a lot of gigs on a regular basis, and when this hit, obviously this has affected every speaker across the world. Um, you're located in in uh, California, um, and this is obviously like in the past 24 hours or so, you guys have been kind of put on lockdown. So as yeah. this has unfolded. Um, how has this affected you guys? I know, I know that you have a bunch of events that are all events being um, canceled, postponed. I know before we started recording here, um, before we went live, that that you mentioned you had a couple of uh, you have a couple of different categories that events are kind of falling into at this point. Can you walk us through what that looks like? Yeah. So what we're experiencing right now, I'm sure every other speaker is as well. But we've been trying to look at it from a from three just more just kind of identify how many audience categories are there right now, or customer categories. We noticed there's three. One is the event organizers now who have events coming up in the next eight weeks. They're the ones panicking, trying to get deposits back, uh, trying to sort out the mess that they're in. They're really in no position at the moment to consider any offering from anybody. Then there's a second category of event organizers trying to plan for events from eight weeks onwards, say eight weeks to 12 weeks, eight weeks to 16 weeks. They still have a budget, still looking for options. Now thinking we're not going to go in person, they're the ones who have a budget for virtual. So they're the ones we're trying to talk to right now with our current setup. And then there's a third category who are still booking for September, October, November. Yeah. So to me, it's just kind of realizing that there's three categories of customers, you know, with this virtual offering, we're not, we're not offering it to the clients who are panicking because, you know, you can appear tone deaf as a result of doing that. So we're just trying to help them in any way we can. So we've got clients right now who are panicking. So we say, we're saying to them, look, You've already had us booked in as a keynote speaker. How about I help you put on something virtually for the audience that's currently not being served? And whether we get paid or not for those, that's not a primary concern. It's just trying to help them through it with something that is professional. How are you thinking about it in that in those terms? Because uh, this is something we talked with yesterday with with Brian Fanzo about of the balance between everybody's hurting. This is one of the unique things yeah. of like you you know you you think about anyone in any industry across the world. Everyone's feeling this. Everyone's being affected by this. So on one side, it's like I want to help, 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 serve, 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 serve. But on yeah. the other hand, like you know, you and I, we're, we still are running a business, and so we still have obligations to you know generate uh, revenue, uh, and and we have you know team members and families and that sort of thing. Uh, so how are you kind of thinking about it through those that lens of the balance of uh, helping people, but also making sure that you you continue to run your business? I'm looking at it from the lens of this is going to go on for the next three months plus. Yeah. Which means the demand, like right now things are just kind of crazy, but the demand for an offering of some sort is definitely going to start to appear. 
people are going to want this virtual thing. I, I, I just believe they will. And I, I'm definitely going to charge for it just to, just to, from a business standpoint. But the thing is, you have to do it tastefully and mm-hmm. you have to go all out with it. Because to me, if I, if I don't put my heart into it and create something amazing, then to charge for it, I think will be, then you might come across as a bit of a wanker. Yeah. But I, if, you, if you really push yourself to, to create the optimal experience virtually, then I think you can charge for it. No one's going to expect you to do this for free if, yeah. if the production value is there. And I think production value right now is key. You, if you can't have it, I understand. But if you can, you should push for it. So, so for example, we, we just kind of went to the camera store and bought everything we could. And we did that because we know there's a great return policy. Right. So there's that, but also because the perception of a webinar right now in the client's minds, I think is that it's boring and it's not dynamic. Yeah. And the production value is minimal. You're just sitting in front of a webcam, for example. So why should we have to pay for that? Yeah. So to me, we went the opposite and, you know, we can take the audience for a quick tour if you want to, but with what we've done, we're trying to use production value to our advantage to be able to, if clients see this, I believe they will not think it's free yeah yeah so that, that that's kind of our thought process so for those people who have had events that are you know scheduled in the coming weeks and months and all of a sudden they can't happen and but yet you feel like there's opportunities there to transition those into virtual convert into virtual events how are you having those conversations um because it, there's so much logistics that goes into their own mind of like you know, does it make sense for us to still have this? Yeah. Does this still work on your end? Does it work on our end? Um, so how are you starting to, to frame that? Because one of the things I, I've tried to remind speakers of is whatever, um, you know, the events that you were hired to do, the events that you were going to be speaking at, the uh, the challenges and the, the problems that that audience or that organization or that group had, they still have. Just because the event isn't happening doesn't mean that those those the need that they had for you as a solution provider, as a speaker, have yeah. suddenly disappeared. They're still there. So one way to provide that is virtual. So how do you help them connect the dots in their mind when there's a lot of uncertainty in their own world yeah. of like, you know, I, I don't know what our business or our company or organization is going to look like in the coming you know weeks and months. The way we have that conversation with them right now is we need to be super clear on them being able to see what we're able to do. Uh, let me give you an example. So before I set all of this up, before I created a, a video to show them what virtual will be like, in their mind, they viewed me sitting in front of my laptop delivering my keynote. Yeah. And what I realized was we have to be able to have, have our offering up and ready and be able to show them exactly what we mean we're able to offer. When we're saying we're going to do a virtual workshop for you, we're going to do a webinar for you. Because in their minds, they're immediately thinking how they currently do webinars in their own organization. And what I'm finding is even with the massive organizations, the way they currently do do it is just someone sitting at a laptop and just opening it up and then that, that's a webinar. Yeah. So I think if, if we have the luxury of being able to have some production value behind what we're doing, it's so critical that you show them what you're capable of right now with clarity. Don't, don't tell them about it. You have to show them. But, and, and- so with my clients, we, we, if we enter a Zoom call, we're entering it like this, and then we walk them through the multiple camera setup. We walk them through how almost by, with a sample of five-minute sample to go, this is what we'll be doing with the audience. And that right now, when I'm doing it with my client to have canceled, that's actually getting them excited. 
How are you starting those conversations? Is it just uh, like via email of just like, hey, we already had something or we had something that was, because um, like you mentioned, you got a couple different categories of things that yeah. I had something coming up in April, it's not happening. So I'm trying to make that transition. Or, you know, I had something that was uh, nearly booked in July yeah. and they're still a little unsure. Um, so are you just straight up asking them, hey, can we hop on a quick Zoom call? I want to show you something of how we could kind of go about doing this. Or what, what does that conversation look like? It, it is literally what you just said. It's yeah. us sending them an e email and it's my management company doing it first of all as well. Saying that, look, we know Vin can't make your event. Vin has other options to be able to explore. Would you like to jump on a discovery call? And the moment we jump on that call, I make sure I ask them that it's video so that we can give them a taste of what it is that we can offer. And yeah. what I'm finding with, we've only had a chat with about four of my clients who've canceled about this. And what's really interesting is out of the four, two want virtual. The other two are now thinking about it because they never, they've never experienced anything like this. Hmm. So, but once you paint the picture for them with clarity, they still have to provide value to their audience base. Yeah. So what we found was a couple of our clients, they're, 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 they're a massive franchise franchising company. They still need to add value to the franchisees. Exactly. And they're failing as an organization to be able to do it. So now they're relying on my setup to be able to deliver for them. Gotcha. That, that's why I think, again, what one story that I think will really resonate with the audiences is in the early 2000s, Val Valentino, a magician called the Master Magician. And I know, Craig, can you just bring up that picture in a moment when you can? But Val Valentino is the Master Magician. I remember and, that. He's, those are still on Netflix, aren't they? Yeah, they still are. Yeah. So that magician right there that you see, he revealed all of magic and then all of a sudden pushed magicians into a position where all of magic is now revealed. Everyone knows how magic is done. So magic died. So when magic died, magicians were forced to innovate because we were doing the same old tricks over and over, sawing the woman in half, the zigzag girl. Yeah. Now that those things were exposed, magicians were forced into a state of innovation. So for magicians to create new experiences, magicians had to collaborate with people they've never collaborated with before. Mm -hmm. And I think this whole coronavirus issue, it's kind of, you know, it, it's much worse than the, the, the masked magician, but it's a form of the mass yeah. position in the speaking world, which is pushing speakers now to it's forcing us to innovate. Yeah. Can uh, we, can we, can we do like a, a little role play here? I'm going to put you on the spot. So, um, cause you mentioned like when you're, you're having these zoom calls, part of what you're doing is kind of walking them through, Hey, this is what it'd be like, but also in, in part kind of showing them uh, a little bit of your setup there. So, yeah. uh, that, that may be a way to kind of kill two birds with one stone. So how would you, if, if we, you know, if I'm the, the client, we hop on the call. Um, what Take us from there. What, what, what would you say? Yeah, so Grant, thanks for even considering the virtual option. We'd love to walk you through our setup that we have here. So Grant, a lot of the times when people think about webinars, they, they, they think of it as something that's super kind of 2D and super flat. Whereas what we've done is we, we're going to make this experience extremely dynamic. Because from this angle, I definitely can teach body language. I can yeah. be enthusiastic because I'm standing. Otherwise, if I'm sitting, there's no energy. But then over here as well, when you look to over here, I can actually deep dive with the audience and teach them content. And we can really go into the weeds a little bit. I've also got, which we don't have at the moment, but also have one of my assistants here. Her name's Carly. She monitors the comments live so that we can really interact with the comment section and, and really answer the questions that's coming through. And then again, we want to keep things extremely dynamic. That's why we've got this multiple camera setup. And like I said to you before, Grant, this is me stepping out of selling to the client for right, a second. Right. But when they see this production value in their mind, they may now still pay me my full keynote fee 
and just get this in return. And that's what I'm doing with my clients who are panicking is how can I give them an offering that when they view it from their point of view, it's going to be something that is equal value. Right, right. It's equal value. And I think this production value is, is huge. But not only this, what we can do is well, we tell my client that, Craig, if we can play some of the, the, the videos behind the scenes, if you have it ready, uh, I'm, I'm putting Craig on the spot. Everything here. on the spot right now. But because I teach communication skills, what I, what I teach clients right now is how do we communicate more effectively to navigate this? So we, we want to be able to show them examples of a student doing something poorly with their communication skills, teach them that foundation, and then them doing it better. So Craig, why don't we throw to an example now? Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for So if we can just come back to me now, for example, that's okay. So like that's an example of us using our video being able to throw to that at a heartbeat. We're still working out all the little things that we're currently doing. Just by doing that alone with the client on the call, and let's jump back to this, Craig. Just by doing that alone on the call, Grant, that actually gets them excited. Right. And I think what's so critical right now is as speakers and thought leaders, What was funny was two weeks ago before I had this set up, when a client said they wanted to cancel, I had nothing else to offer. Whereas now we have something to offer. Yeah. And I, I think that's so critical for, for so many of us is, and that's why we got another camera set up because if you're interested in us walking you through what we've got in the back end, this, what, what we're going all out. So I just want to be, you know, transparent about that is, overnight or well, over a week we the speaking business that we had completely disappeared yeah so a lot of revenue was lost and so to me this is an all-out effort to try to keep some of that revenue to keep the business afloat hence yeah. why we went so crazy with it right right yeah. that was like one of my first because I, I i see it on both sides you know people who may be watching this right now going like yeah man like desperate times call for def- def- desperate measures and you got to be innovative so if we're going to do it let's do it right let's go yeah. all out um i think uh, other people may be watching this going like right. man i am that is a lot that is intimidating that yeah, is daunting you turned your garage into this um i also know just you know just from from our friendship that you come from a video production background you mentioned you got a team there right now just for this yeah. um yep. so there's a lot of like yeah but yeah but yeah but and i get like on one side those are excuses on the other side it's like okay that is the extreme level of how you could take this but for someone who, who's going like i definitely lost some gigs but i don't yep. have the chops or the team or the know-how or the resources to do something like that what's a scaled back like realistic version or what are some things that we should be thinking through that take it from like like you said, just a slides and a, and a talking head to, yeah, we, we did step up, maybe not, you know, to your level, but we did step up the production value to something that feels realistic. I don't know. <laughs> I think, I think the expert there, you spoke to him yesterday is Brian Fanzo. Yeah. I, 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 we've had, we don't know what we're doing here. We literally have spent the last five to six days in this garage. The fact that we've been able to get this up to you right now, like to us, this is a miracle. And, and we've burnt a lot of money, which is burning our runway. Yeah. So it, it, it's in our minds, we're sitting as a team going, well, do we invest 50 grand in all of this stuff? And that burns our runway because I can't pay Craig after a while, after a couple of more months. I can't pay for my team. It's like we've got, and I know this is not the best analogy, but we've got three bullets in the barrel. We've already fired one. We've only got two left. Yeah. So, so to us, you know, for those people who are out there being more lean about it, you're going to be in the game a lot longer than I am. 
So the benefit, the benefit of people who are doing it in a more lean way, you get to play for longer. Whereas we're going all out, the runway for us before this plane takes flight is a lot shorter. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's pros and cons, and that's the cons of where we're at. But we, I, I'm, I'm just really thinking that I, I'm, the Steve Martin quote that really rings true to me and it's kind of been my North Star all throughout my career is be so good they can't ignore you. Right. And, and I know I, I, I really want to be sensitive to the fact that I don't want to come across like uh, a showing off jerk or like, again, just to use a word again, because I do like it for effect. I don't want to come across as a wanker, but I, I just believe that right now, this is how you can stand out. Yeah. And if you can have production value that's almost greater than your client's capability, then that's going to say something about you as a thought leader right now in this space. Yeah. Because right now as a speaker is not just our ability to deliver, it's also production value now and technological ability. Yeah. Which, which, which never has happened before. Right. And, and now, thank goodness for YouTube, thank goodness for Google, because that's how we said everything. And thank goodness for my, my cameraman, Craig, because right. without all of that, none of this would have happened. One of the things you touched on earlier is, uh, you know, when you're talking about like the revealing the magician's code and how there's a force, this innovation, uh, it does feel like, you know, part of the challenge right now is we don't know where the bottom of this is going to be and when this is going to end and when we're going to be back to business as usual. But it does still seem like nonetheless that this is, you know, possibly the, the biggest thing that has happened in any of our lifetimes or in the, the speaking industry. Um, as a quick side note, I was right before we started, we hopped on here. I was watching a video um, from the CEO of Marriott, the big hotel chain, mm. uh, and he said that the the financial impact, uh, he said that we went through 9-11, we went through the 2007-2008 recession, uh, that the current impact just in the past couple of weeks has been greater than both 9-11 and the 2008 wow. recession combined. Wow. So again, all that to say, like these are really unprecedented times. So all that to say, when we are when we are on the other side of this and we will get to the other side of this, it will be interesting to, to see how events, how organizations, how groups start thinking maybe more about virtual, you know, does it make the most sense to bring our team of 500 or a thousand people together versus is there, would it make more sense to do something smaller or do more virtual things? So how are you thinking about this? Not just today, but how yeah. are you thinking about, you know, you, you obviously invested a lot in equipment there and kind of the, the setup. Um, how are you thinking about this long-term in the coming, you know, six months, a year and beyond? Hopefully we'll still be around. That's the first thing. Yeah. But the the, the second thing is 100%. There's going to be, like how magicians created a new experience for their, their, their audiences. I think through this period, however long it lasts, the speakers who are experimenting now, who are really getting into the weeds of trying to work out this virtual platform, we're going to have a new offering for clients who I think at the end of this will be really appealing. This yeah. is version 1.0. But imagine us being able to do this, even if we're doing it for free, for example, for a couple of our clients who are really hurting, Imagine what we would learn through iteration one, two, three, four, 20, 50. Yeah. Imagine how polished this product can become. Imagine, because here's the reality is this will require stage time. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how to be funny to a camera with no one laughing and Craig gives me nothing. <laughs> like deadpan. He gives me nothing. So to me, how do we acquire that stage time to become better to deliver on this platform as well? Yeah. So to me, at the end of all of this, I see a suite of offerings. I see paired with the keynote is an intimate, intimate Q&A virtually with the executive team yeah. on how to apply the things we've taught rolling, moving forward. Right, right. I see a series of online courses that are going to be created and developed. 
So again, I, I just, I'm trying to look at it from a, an interview. I'm uh, sorry. A, I'm trying to look at it from a point of view that we're going to have plenty of new offerings moving forward. Right. Uh, I had a, we had a good question that came in from Greg. Vin, will you still use magic as a tool? Um, yeah. virtually, you know, because again, like we, you, you're just kind of touching on uh, so much of what you do depends on an audience reaction. Uh, yeah. uh, Craig's not giving you anything. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm in Nashville right now. You're in California. So there are certain, certain tricks that you can do, but there's certain things that just like they, they may lose some of the impact or some of the, yeah. the idea. So whether this, again, whether someone's watching this going like, Hey, I am a magician or I am, I do something else that really is helpful to have people there, you know, yeah. or some type of human interaction. How are you thinking about it from that lens of how I can continue to do these things and make it interactive. So it's not just a talking head on a screen, but do some type of, of audience engagement. Again, it's innovation. Again, I don't think magicians have ever had to sit here and, and do magic to a camera before. I, I know there are magicians that are, but what I've done with my team is we've sat down, looked at the hundreds of pieces of magic that we know, and then go, which one translates through the internet? And so far, we've found about five. That's it. Five. And it, but, but again, it's because I think we, we haven't spent enough time thinking about it yet. Otherwise, I, I think if we've got the next month plus to be able to do this, I think, we've got, I think everyone's going to be able to innovate at a level. That's got, I'm just so excited to see. Because to me, I, I, one of my fellow speakers that's a part of my management company is Mike Rayburn. He plays the guitar. Yeah, That's awesome. This totally makes sense for that platform right now. One of our other speakers, Clint, he, he plays the drums and he's yeah, setting yeah. up drums in his house right now. And, and again, I really think there's going to be some amazing experiences that people are going to be able to create out of this chaos. But the key is, I think it's about just taking the leap and diving in and not trying to be perfect. I think the key thing that's stopping a lot of people and a lot of speakers from doing this is, you know, again, I'm going all out because that's the kind of person I am. I've got limited bullets, three, three in the chamber, I've shot one. I might not even be here by the end of this year still being able to do this. But even if you do a less extent, a much less extent, just dive in. Dive in and do the first one terribly because trust me, by iteration 50, you're going to be freaking amazing. Yeah. As you are, as we're in the thick of this right now, how are you balancing being um, realistic and prepared? Uh, like we were talking a little bit earlier, like as of today, is it today or tomorrow that Calif like the whole state of California is shut down? Yeah, it's already it's already locked down. So you're on lockdown. So so how are you balancing the realism of the moment and the situation of like crap? This is a big deal versus the optimism of. I, you know, there is going to be an end to this. And at some point we will get back to a modified different world, um, uh, business as usual. And, uh, events are still going to need speakers and they're still going to need solutions that I provide. So how are you kind of balancing that? Uh, because it's, I mean, it's easy, like with, with the news and everything going on to like find yourself going into a dark place quickly. So how are you keeping your head in the right space right now? I think the Stoics have worked out quite well when they say, <laughs> There's only two things you can control and it's your actions and your thoughts. Yeah. And I don't want to appear like, oh, look at me. I'm all calm. I'm freaking the shit out. Okay. But to me, I, I'm, I'm moving between freaking the shit out and being calm and focusing on things I can control my thoughts yeah. and, and being in this garage. And so to me, I move between those two things. And yeah. when I'm freaking the crap out, I try to bring myself back to, you know, Vin, the only thing you can control is your thoughts and your actions. 
Yeah. But it's not to say I don't have those moments of freaking out, which I do. I think yeah. uh, I think as as experts right now, we need to to be vulnerable and tell everybody that <laughs> we're scared. We we don't know what's going on. Yeah. Our one core revenue stream is 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 vanished before our eyes. Yeah. Oh. Um, what what makes this so weird is it, it feels like it just it came out of nowhere, right? Yeah. Um, because it feels like we were. I think I was talking with with uh, Brian yesterday that if you look back on you know way back to something like a Y two K, like we all knew December thirty first was coming, and mm -hmm. so you have several months to plan for it, and then you know that the calendar rolls over and it's January first, and everybody good, we good, okay, it's business as usual. But at this point, like nobody, like we all saw this, you know, somewhat overseas, and you're kind of like, ah, I don't know if it's a big deal. And I had several friends that we were kind of talking with uh, each day. It's kind of like, should we be worried about this or should we be paying attention about it? And I mean, even as of right now, this is it's 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 Friday, March the twentieth, as of like two weeks ago. This was still just kind of like, I don't know, starting to feel a little serious, but still doesn't seem to the point where if we had to make a bet that two weeks from now, like California would be locked down, yeah. like just didn't see that coming uh, and not knowing where the end of this is. Are we talking weeks? Are we talking months? It's it's, it's really, really difficult to know. But the the reality is, is it's affecting everyone uh, and it still provides a, a, a big opportunity for, uh, like you mentioned, speakers to be innovative and to uh, continue to serve and, and support clients everywhere. And, and I think the other thing I'll say as well, Grant, is, when 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 you do need help, ask for it. Look yeah. for it. I mean, for me, in times of chaos, I, I I look to one of the leaders in our community, and and you know him very well, Scott Stratton and his wife Allison. Yep. You know, Scott Stratton is is a leader of a huge speaking community, and every day he's going live right now for an hour to two hours to speak to fellow speakers, to communicate with fellow speakers about what's going on and talking about life, not only professionally and. And for me right now, a huge part of the way I'm coping is I, I jump on his live stream and, and it actually calms me down. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the other thing that we need to do to stay calm is for you and I to play a little video game later. We, uh, we must play. <laughs> I, look, Grant, I'm just going to say it right now, but I think I'm better than you. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So now, for the... For the for the last 30 years of my life. I don't know how long you've gained. <laughs> you've, been you've been preparing for this moment. All right, so here's the running joke. So there is a, uh, a, uh, a um, um, what, what do you play it on? Do you play it on uh, iPhone, iPad? Yeah. Uh, what, what are you playing on? Uh, my iPhone, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. So there's this uh, this game called PUBG, which, uh, I th which Vin and I think is the more professional version of, um, I'm drawing a blank out. What's the other, what's the other big one? Well, uh, that's how unimportant it is. No, but the, the battle royale, uh, what is it? Fortnite. Fortnite. I just completely drew a blank on it. All right. So it's a better version of Fortnite, is what okay. I feel like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so, um, he and I, 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 me and a buddy started playing this probably two years ago or something and play almost every day. It's a good, just mental outlet. I see Vin on there. Vin sees me on there. And we, we are like ships passing in a night. We talk about it, uh, on somewhat of a regular basis. Anytime we interact, but like we've never actually played the game together. And if ever there's been a time where neither of us have anything going on, it could be right now. So we're going to need to, uh, we're going to try to, to line I'll up a game later at PUBG. I'll see you on the battlefield, Grant. But we're on the same team. That's the thing we were talking about is it's yeah. not a, a, in order to play with someone else, you're on the same team. It's not like a versus game. Yeah. So, uh, so we got to, we got to, we got to work together here. We got to, we got to push that past our differences and uh, work together on the battlefield. We should live stream that too. We should totally do that. That'd be great. That'd be so much fun. Hey, Ben, thanks so much for the time. If people want to find out more about you, what you're up to, I also want to uh, make sure that we we talk about the link that you have. Um, is it vinjang.com slash virtual, if I remember correctly? 
Yep. That is a really, really, really good page. Can you give us a quick walkthrough of what's on that page and any other resources that you've got that we could point to? Yeah, so so on that webpage, and Craig, I don't know if I'm putting you on the spot. Can we get that page up? So yeah. vinjang.com forward slash virtual. I'll give you a second to go through that. The reason this page is so important, and for those of you who are who are wanting to, to, to jump on this as well, it's important because you need to show your clients what you can offer. And if they can't see what you're offering and you're describing it with words, they're probably not going to go with it. So to right. me, if I can't get a call, on a call with a client, I need to be able to send them to this link, you know, vinjang.com virtual, because and then at least they can see it. So then they can go, oh, that's what Vin means. And on that landing page is a message that I'm sharing with them. And Craig, if you can throw to it now, if you have a look. So on top, you'll see there's a message of me throwing it to them. That's a message of me talking about the current scenario. And if you scroll down, Craig, and then there's an example of now that video, if Craig clicks it, but don't click it, Craig. But if he does, that's me explaining my offering. And then if you go down a bit lower, Craig, and if you just click that, Craig, so people can see and just click that. And when you click that, what that's going to show is, and just pause it, that's now going to walk them through the offering. Uh, sorry, it walks them through a sample of what I can do with my camera setup, right. which gives them a sense of the production value. And Craig, if you go down a bit more, then that shows me breaking down all of my content now into webinars. So I've tried to make sure that I've broken down everything that I'm doing so that to the client, there's no question in the head, what has been offering? Yeah. Whereas I think uncertainty now will hurt you. The more certain you are and the more clear you are on your offering to your client, the higher the chance of them actually taking you up on it. Right. Very good. Vin, thanks for the time. Thanks for being a leader in this space. We appreciate you. And uh, we'll uh, we'll see you out on the battlefield, I guess. And I just, just want to quickly say as well, yeah. I just, I've got to thank Craig. So Craig, give yourself some love, man. Um, thank we, you. Without him, none of this would happen. So, so yeah. And uh, apparently Craig's going to be joining us on the battlefield, right? Because he was he talking some smack earlier. <laughs> he, yeah. he is a dead weight to the team. So, <laughs> so I'm just saying. I'm designated driver. You know. That's you're fine. That's fine. We need, a, we need a good helicopter pilot. <laughs> all right thanks guys bye everyone take care all right there you go hope you enjoyed that conversation with vin Zhang. again like i mentioned we're going to be doing these uh interviews and conversations uh on a daily basis and just kind of sharing some some insights these are not part of our regular schedule for the speak Lab podcast but uh in the thick of these uh unique and un uncharted waters uh, i wanted to be able to share some uh, some up-to-date timely content and ideas of what other speakers are doing in the world to uh keep business going so uh there you go if you need anything else please don't ever hesitate to reach out let us know keep on keeping on the world needs your message my friend all right talk to you soon you're awesome